Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, Zach Ukachaka. He's hooked on a feeling. Elias, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I've had that song stuck in my head since then. Ukachaka. You know that from Ally McBeal, right? No, I know that from it being a song and from Reservoir Dogs. Why were you watching Ally McBeal, you... Well, you're in a tap out shirt, so I can't say what I want to say, but it, the dancing baby from Ally McBeal was the original NFT. Great. I know what the an- dancing baby was. I, I didn't know it was Ally McBeal. He was playing Uga Shaka. I didn't really watch the show, but I think she was hallucinating mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You're hooked on every episode. You've been DVR. Booze Your Daddy the Podcast, Tuesdays. We do it live. Saturdays, we Can post it later. People who are watching this, make yeah. sure you're. Downloading the episode, subscribe, go back, listen to an episode if you haven't. This is your first time. We love the support. Episode 114 today, we're calling this All Apologies. Is that because the two girls from Seattle, you didn't like them, and we're apologizing for them, or because both she and I said Cobain? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I liked them. I liked having guests. Before we get into the episode, Zach, why don't you tell everybody what we're drinking? We're drinking the other half of a Kinder egg that exploded and my daughter's playing with the toy right now. We've all got our crosses to bear. We are drinking from the good people at the Kona Brewing Company. I've been to Kona. The Longboard Lager Ale, or Island Ale, because it's freezing here and I needed a little bit of, as they say, liquid aloha in my life. Did that gross you out? I didn't know that that's what they call this, but liquid aloha sounds a little... I mean, I'm going to use it next time I make aloha, but you know, these things happen. Aloha is shalom. It means hello and goodbye. That's, yeah, that, that's what um, Kenny Mayne used to do, his home run call. Aloha means goodbye. One of my favorite home run calls, by the way. Release the Kraken. I'm going to like this. This one's up my alley. Mecca lecca hi, mecca honey ho. <laughs> there it is. I saw that. Oh, that's good. I saw that when I went live on Broadway. And they brought back the P.B. Herman show. Everyone other than, like, you know, Lawrence Fishburne, who was too cool for the, to go back to the show. And Phil Hartman, deceased. He didn't make it back. It was fantastic. Everyone in the crowd was within a four-year age gap. And, like, we were all just crying. It was amazing. So the episode today, All Apologies, which definitely is a call to the Nirvana, but you know I'm a diehard Rogan guy. Have you been following anything that's been going on in the news? He's a lot. I mean, that, if we do Peace to Do of the Week right now and get it over with, because it's him. I don't necessarily agree with that. And it's Fine, not— big Sarah Palin guy. She knew she had COVID, went to a restaurant anyway, mask off, flame on. <laughs> I did not know about this. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, she's just a Tina Fey caricature of herself. Like, Palin is out of her mind. Wow. That's going to win my uh, piece to do. But, yeah, no, Zach, look, our podcast is definitely podcast? not. Podcast? A podcast <laughs> is definitely not debating on the Rogan or who's right, who's wrong. But you saw that he put out and what they're called. He doesn't say, I'm sorry. But he puts out a explanation video. It's a Zach apology. You say a lot of words that don't actually say you're sorry, but the other person thinks you're apologizing. It's an art. Well, baby, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. No, I wouldn't even go that far. It's just, you know. So then you end up blaming them. And then the whole key is to get them to apologize to you after your apology. That's really when you perfected the art. But them to like admit that somehow they were wrong. I love that you're answering my question before I even get a chance to ask it. I am one of those people where pretty much any relationship I've ever had, most of my significant others always go, you just think you're always right. You never say you're wrong. And I always quickly say, no, when I do something wrong, I quickly apologize and we move on because it's, oh, I'm sorry I messed it up, but I will die on a hill when I'm right. And then they go, you just don't give an inch. I'm like, well, no, because, and they go, you never apologize. Like, no, I do when I do. I'm going to make the assumption, Zach, 
you're never sorry. I do apologize. Whether I mean the apology, one out of ten. And Jenna is quite good at real at knowing when I'm serious and actually contrite, and when I'm just saying what I need to say to move the, to move the story along. It, saying you're sorry and like not meaning it, it, it is an art to that too. But certainly, when I do mean it, they're good apologies. They're rare, but they're good, and I feel super guilty. It's like. You know, I don't always step on my cat or dog, but when I do, I apologize for the next eight hours. Oh, like, I, I get thing. that. When I'm yeah. wrong, I, I like, I'm so sorry. It's constantly apologizing. Yeah, I just can't imagine you being the person. If BYD said something, which Lord knows we've had a couple of moments, are you and I putting out a big statement to, to our audience, a nine-minute explanation video? Absolutely not, right? No, to our audience? Hey, Shelby and Samantha, sorry. Done. Statement over. <laughs> Shout out to Samanda, her son Ari, four years old today. I saw that on uh, on the Facebook. He held his cake up here. It's perfect. <laughs> Kid's huge. He for a four year old. Height, height, Zach. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> the way you said it, you're like so impressed by your nephew over there. Is she tall? Her father is my uncle. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Fancy schmancy. Listen. So uh, speaking of Rogan, are you going full Rogan now? This is what is happening over there. The bald, the the big headphones, the tap out shirt. You, you're like. Put on why, 60 pounds and you're good. Why don't I just spark up this doobie real quick and we can talk about the stoned ape theory. <laughs> that is the best part of the whole thing. And I God, I don't want to get into this is if anybody listens to the podcast, nine out of 10 are just pure idiocy. It is him saying something that's even dumber than the last time about nothing. Yeah. His answer is we get things wrong. We're okay with that. The biggest critique, which my buddy Pablo has of him, he's too much of a flip-flopper. And my, that's my the, biggest takeaway is you have a buddy named Pablo. Good for you. Yeah, he's great. I don't like hard, hard takes on God and everything. One time we got into that and it, it went to blows almost. He's, he's, he's very Jesus-y. Grew up with a dad that was in the theology and he is the opposite. Oh, I want to get into it with him about God. I always want to mix it up with the God guy in the subway, but I'm scared of getting stabbed. But like the guy who's reading the Bible and then telling me why I'm wrong for everything, I would love to like just have him hear my hot takes so talking about apologies i think i might owe a little apology this is pretty bad i still think this is one of the funniest things i've done or said so my buddy mr etherat they're yeah. going through a little rough patch okay and we're not going to get into what's going on but we were hanging out the other night and you know he came over and we're sitting here and julia's asking him all these questions I you, though eight million dollars would have helped in that rough patch if he had sued <laughs> eat rats bro so we're sitting there and julia's asking him some questions it's just about Could life and about eight million dollars 80 bucks. Yeah. She asked him about Jersey and the shore and real estate, and then she just stops. Now, my, my friend who – I'm not going to name his name, but more or less, he's not the tallest person. He doesn't have a little person complex, but he's one of those guys where like he kind of knows he's on the shorter end. Like so, the guy I see in the mirror every morning? I think he's shorter than you. We're sitting on the couch, and Julia goes, I need to ask you a question. And without breaking a stride, I turned to her and I said, 5'4". <laughs> I'm sorry that I did that. I kicked a man, a little man, when he was down. Zach, the timing was amazing. Did he laugh or did he, he just eat it? Did he just crumble? He, he ate it with like a thanks. Really needed this. <laughs> it was that type of reaction. You know what, though? At a certain point, you can kick him. He's so far down. What's the difference? What's another two inch? Uh, yeah. What's another uh, pile it on? Well, who cares? Kicking him when he's up is even worse. Then you're just dethroning him or knocking him off his high horse. I'm okay with kicking him when he's down. Well, it, it, what else is going to happen to him? That should be the worst thing that happens in his day. 
the timing was great and good. it didn't even she barely left. I was like, that was that was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I had one of those two a while back and I ended up apologizing for uh, you know, I'm sure I can say it on air. <laughs> um I guess I have to now, right? I can't leave a teaser. Go on. Yeah, so like and, and it was bad and we laugh about it now. And then the t- but again, like the timing was perfect. Jenna's grandparents met in Auschwitz, like post Holocaust. Is this serious? And, yeah, swear to God, no kidding. My in the first words out of my mouth, and there were a few other people over. Oh my god, the original J date, and the room <laughs> fell down. Like you said, the timing was perfect, like it was boom, boom. The room fell down, and she just stared. At it. Now we laugh about it today, and it was funny. It was like those witty, quirky lines that, like, my mind didn't tell my mouth not to say it. It just, we just went. I just dove in cannonball and just realized, oh, there's no water in the pool. Are they still around? Because I would love to have them as guests. No. <laughs> But like they lived a long, you know, old lives. They just run around. Wow. So one might say that Adolf Hitler was responsible for your daughter. One might. <laughs> one just did. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. So Zach, I went to a wedding uh, two weeks ago. I didn't really get a chance Ooh, to but recap. That's a butterfly right. theory. Because if I had the chance to go back and kill Hitler, I wouldn't have Zoe necessarily. There it is. Huh. Eee. Eee. Now we're onto something. I think I stopped to do it. Do you know the story of one of the guys – I told you about him at the wedding that I went to. He was the one that was trying to get us to do a bachelor party in Thailand because he wants to see a lady boy. Did I tell you this? Yeah, you told me all about this. I shan't be attending his party. Same guy back in the day. This has to be a good five, six years ago. He was saying how he hates animals, just absolutely hates them. And we're next thing you know, all the what ifs and stories. Somebody said like as far as a dog, a dog is in a house and it's burning. You know, what would you do? And he's like, eh, I, I don't really care that much. And he goes, all right, if you have to save one, a dog or Hitler in a house, who would you save? And he goes, I would save Hitler, and then I would take him to jail. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with what you? Yeah, how do you know this guy? Uh, who the is do- he? Dodgeball. Dodgeball? Yeah. What a motley crew. What Crazy. does he do for a living? Do you attorney? Who is this guy? We'll talk off air. He's actually doing No, no, no. Well he's going to be the job. Not the t- welcome warriors. It's just his line of work. He's one of those jo- – yeah, startup, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't even tell you what he does, but – Startup transponder? Something like that. Yeah, good for him. So, Zach, I went to this wedding two weeks ago, and you know I wanted to talk about it a little bit because not a whole lot happened. Julia had a zinger, and this is such an inside joke. But there were some people there that – you know, you start bullshitting and you talk to different people, and this guy comes over, and he was just – down, 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 down. And we, oh, where are you from? And he goes, oh, I live in California. Do Why you he know? Sound like he's from Arkansas with you. There's a place in California that is just West Virginia. And when you ask anybody, you're basically saying that. And this guy comes over and he says this. And Julia lit out there. She turns. She goes, oh, Bakersfield. And <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of the place, but it's West Virginia. It is the West Virginia of California. I've, I've never been to. Bakersfield. I've never been to California. I should get out there. More of an inside joke, but this guy then becomes my best friend for the night. Don't ask me. An older guy, he was super nice, and he turns to me, and he goes, I don't know how we started talking about football, and he goes, I do fantasy football. And I'm like, oh, really? He takes out his phone, shows me his team. It was an all-star team. It was the best team I've ever seen put together. I said, in the league? What is it like hillbillies are in this league? I said, how many people are in your league? He goes, we had eight this year. What are you, a child? He goes, wow. 
we're trying to get more. You want to be in my league? I was like, yeah, definitely. Let's yeah. sign, sign me up. And then he goes, but but we're doing a flex next year. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> okay, Jeff, the, bro, send yeah. me the link. By the way, we all mock eight. One year, like, we signed up. It's a 10 or 12-man league. We, they, they did the league, and, like, he screwed up the invite, and then they did the draft. We ended up having an active league where, like, the draft just didn't happen, and only four people signed up. No money. We did a waiver. Go grab your team. Go make your team yeah. and run it for the year. It was a blast. No money. Everybody had a team that was ridiculous. I don't Honestly, know we baseball. had an absolute blast. It was stupid as could be. It was a ton of fun. Everybody like couldn't lose, but someone had to. The scores were off the charts. The, the low man fun. puts up 250. Yeah, it was nuts. The guy, the guy was really shit nice. about that league than we, the rest of the other ones. Another friend at the wedding that I got to talk to. This was that guy whose wedding I went down to in Culpeper, Virginia. He doesn't listen to the show. I love him. He's a great guy, but he is off the deep end liberal. You know, mm. the topic of Rogan actually came up, and he just turns to me and he's like, "Anybody who listens should die." People who don't give, I mean, and I was like, "That's Whoa, aggressive." Dude. Oh, he goes, "You know what? I've been thinking during the pandemic. Look, a couple more deaths, never hurt anybody." I was like, "Okay, okay, buddy, you need you need to dial it in." That's liberal. Calling for deaths for people who don't get vaccinated. That's basically what he was saying. And then he said, I'm disappointed in you that you listen to that crap. And I was like, all right, I'm not doing this right now. But disappointed. What is he, your father? I think my father has that strong opinions. So I'm talking you? to my no, buddy. <laughs> this past week, Julia had to go on set for something uh, with one of her shows that she works on. And Zach, I can't make this up. She had to be there because nobody knew how to use. Wait, what's that called again? Zoom? What show? Uh, let's not get into the show, but you can't tell anything. You're like silent over there, like Silent Bob, Johnny Tightlips, <laughs> Mister Two Seatbelts on an Airplane from what? Mister Two Seatbelts on an Airplane? Kevin Smith? He's from Jersey. Yeah, it is. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, anywho, so why is Jul- he wearing two seatbelts? He's that fat these days. You haven't heard this? Yeah, ginormous. He's fat. He was always fat. Two seatbelts, fat. Two, two seatbelts, like two seats, both where you take the one, yeah. the plus from the <laughs> one, the minus from the other. Julia had to go in to do this because people didn't. Is that know what how they call them? Pluses and minuses of seatbelts, or did you just make that up? I didn't make it up, but that's not it's what they're called. Good. Oh, I know. It's just like the you know exactly what I'm talking like, about. Of course, I do. Yeah, <laughs> plus and minus, perfect. So I'm telling this story to anybody who wants to listen in. I sit down with my with my buddy the other day, and I said, "Dude, do you want to hear the craziest thing? She has to go to set because." The people there have never heard of Zoom. They don't know how to use Zoom. And Deadpan looks me in the face and goes, "What's Zoom?" And I was like, "I, I don't, I don't believe you." He goes, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Oh my god, how is that possible? I don't know. And then his wife had to explain that it's like the Microsoft Teams. He goes, "Oh, okay, I, I know Microsoft Teams. Zoom isn't going to end up being like a verb. It's going to be like, oh, I, it I face it is I face, whether Zoom with them. Yeah, we do it all the time. Whether it's Zoom or know? not." Right, it's like Kleenex though. It's gonna be like a, or like Coke. Like we use Google Meet at uh, a hangout at work. We still call it a Zooming, Zoom call, it's a Zoom call. It's a thing. Or we call it Hollywood Squares. Either way, like Alan Snyder for the block. Circle gets the square. You are Hollywood Squares. Every time I say I anything, the first the first thing you do. Oh, meanwhile, I wasn't gonna get into your girl, Mrs. Center Square. Joan Rivers, deceased. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, what'd she do? She basically said how j- Nazis and Jews were the same because they were all white and the hol- it's a whole convoluted thing that's not worth getting into but basically she has since doubled back to apologize but as you and I have discussed on the show you should basically be never saying anything about the word holocaust that isn't in remembrance day like you just shouldn't be making yeah it, it's not an ideal one yeah she it, it was a racially charged thing how yeah, they were all I, white I get people. it but not the same and Jews aren't white people we're Jews it's a different entity little fun fact about her do you know her real first name? No. It's great. I heard this recently. I think on Rogan, actually. 
Karen. Karen? Yeah. I don't think Goldberg is her real last name. I don't think it is either. (laughs) Perfect. Good for her. But yeah, she uh, she made some comments there. Zach. Took your boy John Stockton. Banned from um, Gonzaga. A little too much for me. I read that story. Banning him? That seems a bit a tad askew, but he won't put the mask on. It's just so weird. I don't know. Zach, tomorrow I have quite the afternoon planned. This morning. Lighting the candles and putting on Red Shoe Diaries. This morning I'm in the bathroom and I'm finished up washing my Go hands or whatever. And Julia, from the bedroom, you know, the one that's connected, she goes, Alan, um, can I talk to you out here for a second? And I walked out. I that's went. That's your Julia? It was very. It was too calm, and my first instinct was, I thought she was eighteen at the time. I, I really did. And she looks at me. And she goes, "What?" Apparently, we went to this bridal expo a couple of weeks ago, and you know, you fill out your name for a million different things. Well, we won I have something. No idea. I've never been to a bridal expo. I, I cannot believe you went. There you was, can't use the word anymore. Let's play hangman. Um, there was free banana pudding. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was. So we won this trip, and all we have to do is go today to go claim it. And I'm like, time out. She goes, guys, on the phone right now. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't know, Zach. Branson? Bakersfield. Yeah. So the guy gets on the phone and goes, listen, we'll give you a $20 gift card for your gas. We'll give you a free Amazon Fire tablet. And you just have to come here and claim your blah, blah. And I said, how much is this going to cost me? He said, just the $100 booking fee. I said, I can't come today. Can I come tomorrow? Uh, Sure. So, Zach, tomorrow at 4.30, I have to drive to Parsippany, about a 45-minute drive. With a month there one night. Yeah. With, with the toll for a free trip somewhere where this is 100% bullshit, right? Yes. And when he starts in on the sales pitch, you FaceTime with me. And you say, excuse me, I'm going to call my, my, my side Jew, and he's going to negotiate with you. Say I won't. I got nowhere to be at 4 tomorrow. <laughs> 4.30. Fine. I'll, I'll haggle with the guy until 6 o'clock. That's when I leave work. If he's had an hour and a half of me and him. Let's go. Here's why I believe this may be a real thing. I think I've told the story on air. I won an all-expenses-paid trip to Disney when I was nine by doing the same exact thing. Where is this trip to? So you get to pick one of the resorts. Julia's doing all the research where we might be going to Punta Cana, where we probably have to pay for the flights, but they're taking care of the hotel and whatever. I'm one of those guys where I'm like, all right, prove me wrong. Where is this from? The hookers are on them? Where's it from? I told you. We did some travel agency, something. I went online and read the reviews. Put a quarter, Barely, win a car. Most reviews were pretty legit. Speaking of which. Most? You know, not most. all? Some were like, they tried to sell me shit and I didn't want to be there anymore. I ended up in Juarez at a donkey show. I said, I want to go to a cockfight so bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's stopping us? Do you know what I found out recently? I need, I, I need to learn how the betting works. Because like, you're like waving money around to the guys. That, who, who, is there like a set bookie or like I get the white cock and you get the, the black cock? <laughs> <laughs> and we see which, who wins. Which cock wins, the white or the yeah. black? I mean, we well, know the answer. But <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me just, odds. I assume that at a cock fight, it's the color of the cock and it's going to be the pollo. So it's just going to be like, rojo pollo, rojo pollo, azul pollo. Like, that's it, yeah. right? It's it's like essentially kickboxer, but with birds. You're just waving the money and Chun Li, Chun Li. I think I said this maybe on air, but I found out recently that at these cockfights, the chicken that dies, they actually cook it and eat it, which is not that inhumane considering what we do to the cattle in the USA. 
Uh, they actually reuse the bird and like make yeah. it into a meal. I'm yeah, it. the winner gets it. The winner gets to eat your bird. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. I'm going to eat your bird. <laughs> In Spanish, nonetheless. Yeah, and have it say tap out on the side so they know you're a douchebag. Peace do of the week. I got a good segue for you this one, that Zach. Shirt, go on. Got a bunch of candidates here. I posted this on Instagram, the Alan Snyder, and on my Facebook this past weekend at the supermarket. In the ethnic aisle, there was all types of seasoning, including one that was cock seasoning. Caribbean jerk is what it said. And it was it was C-O-C-K. It was big black letters on the Did front of it. you buy it? No. I don't want to eat cock. It's probably too salty for me. Should be next to Nishita Hanukkah party. Oh, Absolutely. So, oh, my God. I will get it. That's Pichu not a du- bad thing. Who's the piece of do there? The, the supermarket? It's hysterical. I, I don't know. Zach, I mean, this is essentially turned into the guess what I saw this week. Yeah, I like everything about that. Second one. Are you following the Jeff Garcia back and forth with some female reporter? No. Jeff Garcia, who I think gets away with a lot because he's in with different crowds. This is common Jeff knowledge. Garcia's- Don't you remember T.O. called him out? Yeah, but T.O. calls everyone out. No, he called him out being like, if it looks like a rat and smells like a rat, and he didn't say eat the rat. He should be a spokesman for uh, eat clean, bro. Jeff Garcia has been going back and forth with a reporter online, basically just keeps on saying, you never played the game you wouldn't understand. And she's just been dunking all over and being like, oh, okay, because all these other male reporters, they played football at a high level. I mean, yeah, Mike it, Lupica it, was killing it. Ex- exactly. That's the whole <laughs> argument. And it's, it's I think it was mainly about the, the Dak Prescott thing, but it's just been a back and forth of like, dude, shut up. But I think yeah. he thinks he can get away with more. Oh, because he's so is that, so essentially it's <laughs> um, so using his you know fugues as leverage. I think that's what's going on. Seems convoluted. Next, next, next candidate. Next question. Well, for one, happy Chinese Lunar New Year. You didn't wish me anything. I didn't because I won't say Lunar New Year. Every time Zoe says Lunar New Year, I'll say Chinese New Year. Okay, do you want to say Happy Chinese New Year to me? I'm a part of a mixed couple. Yeah, I'll say it to her, but she's Cambodian. When's her New Year? Like, I think they, it's all, May all the 4th, same. May 8th? Like some May the random. 4th be with you, you yeah. Star Wars nerd. Exactly. So bring her on here, and we'll find out what her New Year is. Yeah, Shana Tovada her. Tomorrow, big day for a couple of reasons. One, Julia's older brother's birthday. Two, big day. we're going to find out the new name of the Washington football team, which I hear they're leaning towards commanders, which I don't love that either. There's and, a lot of commando jokes there. And three is Groundhog Day. Apparently in New Jersey, a town, I think it's called Milltown. I saw this on the news today. Their little Puxatoni Phil, whatever the Milltown Mel, died today. Oh! <laughs> I saw this. It, what? Replace, replace it. Why are we even having a conversation? Replace the stupid hedgehog and move on. Hold the dead one up. It's going to do the same thing. It's going to cast the same shadow. <laughs> it has to see it, though, and you have to interpret if he saw it. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> his little tongue is out the side. It's yeah. dry. Yeah, he's in a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and the sunglasses. Oh, it would be amazing. Get a taxidermist. You put it on marionette and just have yeah, it. Like- no, you, have a, you have the night to get the best taxidermist in town to make it awesome. Do it. <laughs> It should have called a taxidermy. Next one. I don't know how much I care about this. 12% alcohol because we're both idiots tonight. <laughs> That's great. I don't know why I even care about this, but we've talked about this man at least twice on this podcast. Two different episodes. Your boy, Nick Cannon, has done it again. More kids? He just impregnated another woman, and it will be child number eight. He's catching up to Cromarty. He is quite the coxman. But it gets better. The woman, Johnny Manziel's ex-wife. Uh, There's so much to unpack there. Yeah, Money Manziel. Money Manziel's probably broke. I mean, Nick Cannon, he's worth a fortune. He's doing from nothing. Good for I him. Did. But do you remember that we made a joke about him having too many kids? And yeah. then a story came out saying he's going to be celibate? 
This is like the third or fourth time we talked about this guy. He's incredibly potent. Zach, he walks into my house right now wearing a shirt that says, Hi, my name is Nick. I don't know if I recognize him. Oh, I do because we're mass singer people in here. And usually he's wearing some kind of turban or something nonsense. Yeah, you want to have that fight with Zoe? She'll be wearing a tap out shirt. She'll kill you. She'll beat the shit out of you. Next one, more, n- more news. Joe Exotic, who has been trying to get out of jail since his Tiger King fame, he is in jail, I think, for another 22 years. There was a big appeal, and they were talking about maybe reducing some of the years. He was resentenced yesterday to 21 years in prison. So they shaved a year off? Yeah. Mm. I wonder, does he get to wear those ridiculous outfits in prison? Is there no. like some, that's unfortunate. They should give him like, like a stud gun and let him like rhinestone that, that orange jumpsuit up. Next candidate, McDonald's coming out with a new promotion. I single-handedly keep them in business with my love of the fish filet. I may or may not have had one today for lunch, running late for something. They are doing a special land and sea sandwich. They are doing a special surf and turf sandwich where they are combining the Big Mac and a fish filet, and they're combining a double cheeseburger and a fish filet. That's Gamora. It looks insane. It looks like 12,000 calories in one bite. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have it, though. Nah, I don't really love the Big Mac sauce. I'll just keep getting the double filet. Then ask them to make you whatever you want, or just order one of each and put them together and make your own, you know. Do you know my biggest gripe is that I like the double fish filet. When you order from the kiosk, you can't add a patty to it. So I have to actually go to the person who then goes, sir, you can order at the kiosk. I'm like, no, No, I can't add the thing. Go go to the person. Pretend that it's 1998 and you have to interact with the human I do. No, no. There's no person standing at the the line anymore. There's not a person. No. I've been to McDonald's in like 12 years. There's no. I know. But speaking of fast food, I owe you an apology and a mea culpa. I don't oh, like to, I don't oh, like to apologize. This, oh, is real, this is one of my real apologies, but I actually mean it. Because I went to Popeye's the other day, and I'm always said, it's okay. It was quite good. Now, I don't like mayo, so I get it with no sauce, and I put my own sauces on there, so, so be it. But the actual chicken was better than, well, the crunch of it was, was better. I like that, that Chick-fil-A cooks the spiciness into the chicken, so you don't need some fruity mayo. But the actual chicken, like, bite for bite, it is better. Glad you agree. Yeah. Those are your candidates for Pisha Do of the Week. Anything we've I, talked about on the podcast, we got Cox Seasoning, Jeff Garcia, Milltown Mel, Nick Cannon, Tiger King, and McDonald's. I still think it's Palin for knowingly going into a restaurant. I agree. That was great. It's awful. But I will say that that McDonald's sounds pretty gross. And yeah. times must be pretty tough if they're combining those two. Like, where is it, And You throw a McRib in there. At what point do we just – is it just great. suicide? At what point is it just like instead of like just injection or jumping off a building, you just go eat a sandwich and you've got four minutes to live? That sounds pretty gross. All right, Zach, wrap up. I want to see this gopher, uh, this, this dead groundhog. If he shows up, that's great. That'll be incredible. Taking this puppy home, we are going to do some trivia tonight with tonight's episode being all apologies. I am going. Awesome, good trivia. I have five ridiculous Nirvana questions because any real hard trivia was just going to be insane and you would never get it. So I got a couple of ridiculous ones for you. Here we go. Nirvana was originally a blank tribute band. Was it Pink Floyd? CCR, Beatles, or Rolling Stone? Do you know what CCR is? I can explain yes, that. Could order, oh. Got it. Um, so wait, what are my choices? Was Pink a- Floyd, CCR, Beatles, and Rolling Stone. For those three guys were originally... A- well, Grohl wasn't the original drummer. Um, I'm going to say Pink Floyd. Correct answer is CCR. Really? Eh. Yeah. You're going to learn more. I'm not keeping score here. I'm okay there. I like learning. Question the second. What was Kurt Cobain's job before he became Nirvana's frontman? Was it a beer taster? A car salesman, a sleep study participant, or a janitor? Janitor. 
Janitor is correct, and in the Smells Like Teen Spirit, the guy in the back on the janitor, that's an homage to that, apparently. Yeah, I've, I've seen this show. I, I, that one I actually knew. All right. Question the third. Why was Nirvana thrown out of their own release party for Nevermind? Was it starting a food fight, spanking the waitresses, shouting obscenities, or fighting a bouncer? I'm going to go with starting a food fight. That seems like up their alley. That is correct. The others don't seem like them. Right. Seem off-brand for them. You're supposed to pick the slapping the waitresses, but you didn't. It doesn't feel on-brand for them. Next question. It doesn't go a Smashing Pumpkins thing. Oh, Corgan would absolutely slap away. I was in the car the other day, and I just threw on like 96 hits or whatever, and Smashing Pumpkins came on. God damn, they were good. They were oh, great. I saw them in, oh. in, in concert, and it was in the mosh pit. It was like four foot nine at the time. It was like high school. It was crazy. I got killed. Tonight Tonight might be an all-timer for me. Oh, it, yeah. That's a good one. It's a great one. What did Kurt Cobain wear to his wedding? Was it pajamas, a bunny suit, angel wings, or a swimming suit? He wore, I believe, a bunny suit. He wore pajamas. Did he? Yeah. And last, I thought this was great. Who was Cobain's suicide note addressed to? His fans, his wife, his imaginary friend, his daughter. Imaginary friend. Is correct, Zach. Good job, buddy. Bowden or Bodie, something like that. I can't believe you knew this much about this. Yeah, I, th- I thought you might. apologizes to Franny at the end, which is gut-wrenching, nevertheless. Good stuff. Yeah, I've gone down rabbit holes. The wedding thing I didn't know, and uh, you know, some of the other things I did. Super Bowl's coming up. We got our two teams. We have the Rams, who are hosting minus three and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals. Who I you like? I can't believe that so many times it's been like the curse of the Super Bowl host. Like they never get there. Now two years in a row, the host city. They should be making more of a thing of this, and they're not. They should. And, or the Super Bowl should just be at a neutral venue. It should be its own like stadium. One stadium pointed somewhere in the can some middle of nowhere town, and you go to it. And they use it once a year. It'd be great. Or like for concerts and things. That way no one ever has an advantage in the perfect conditions. But you can't do that because the town has to be able to support the restaurants and all the people who are coming in. Then you put it in Canton. And, and, Canton and doesn't have enough food or staying things. Well, make stuff. Create jobs. Time to create jobs. Anyway, who do I like? I would love to see the, the Bengals win. The Jets beat the Bengals this year. We beat the best. I was the, at that the game. The Browns also beat them. The Chargers spanked them. And when you look back at their season, you're like, hmm, okay. That, that said, there's something special about this Burrow kid. He's the goods. The goods. You know who he, you know who he is, right? He's, he's he's your boy, Willie Joe. Joe Willie? Same guy, right? Yeah. Well, his, well, we'll see. Joe had one. This guy may get a couple, or he may get none, by the way. He has uh, the swagger that has not been seen since Super Bowl three. He must just slay in Cincinnati. It's a big boy. Just slay. Whew. Well, there's a lot of big girls in Ohio, too, so that's fine. I would love to see the Bengals win. I, uh, just, they're such an average team. There's just nothing. It's just, boy, the Bengals right. win would be great. I'm letting you pick, but I think you and I should do some type of on-air bet of some sort. I think the Rams are going to win, but I would love to see the Bengals win. I would, I'll take the Bengals. Zach, you got the Bengals plus three and a half. Sure. We'll figure it out. Not a kick in the dick, but like you know, a shot of mayo or a shot of ranch or something. Oh, no, we'll, I'm not doing mayo. you got to give me a 45 points to do mayo. It's going to be a blowout. We'll come, we got two weeks to figure this out. On-air, you and I are going to figure something out. Who's your daddy of the podcast? Thanks for listening to this episode. We appreciate this. Keep listening. I'm having fun. This is really fun. Wet my ass off, Zach. Yeah. Yeah.